Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science. It's presented by Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with uh, leaders, innovators, entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology converge. And this week, I'm excited to sit down with Bruce Kettler. Bruce is the director of the Indiana State Department of Agriculture. And Bruce, you're a busy guy. Thanks for taking time to stop by Launch Fishers and uh, have a conversation. Always glad to. Um, Lots going on in the world of agriculture and uh, ag bioscience. Uh, First of all, though, uh, in terms of your uh, path uh, to your your current role, talk a little bit about how you got uh, to lead the uh, Indiana State Department of Agriculture. Yeah, I have a a 30-year professional career in the industry of agriculture. I've always been uh, my professional career in agriculture and, and before that. Uh, really was numerous roles. I started out in uh, in the sales side uh, in the crop protection business. Uh, was with uh, Dow Agri- what what was Dow Agri Sciences, of course now Corteva for about 17 years. Uh, worked in a couple of other roles outside of agriculture, but frankly I, I missed the agriculture industry. Uh, then uh, got into the seed side with Bex Hybrids. Worked there for about 11 years, but but I've had a lot of different roles from sales to uh, sales management, um, even. And then uh, more recently got involved in advertising and public relations management. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my last role was uh, was really industry and community relations work. It is, did you grow up on a farm? Have you, have you, have you always envisioned agriculture as your, your career? I, I, I really, ha- I didn't grow up on a farm, but I really have envisioned it. Uh, you know, my f- both sides of my parents' families were involved in dairy, um, and, and I've had uncles that were involved in dairy. My father really, I think, was the one that uh, kind of inspired me on the on the agriculture side in terms of the crop side. I'm, I'm an agronomist by training and background. Uh, my dad worked in the crop protection, fertilizer, and seed business, uh, managed uh, independent uh, uh, suppliers, uh, for, and worked with farmers. And I think that's really how I got involved. And then through being active in FFA in high school, that's where it really kind of cemented my love for the industry. And uh, I worked on a dairy farm for five years through junior high and high school. And that's where I really, uh, I guess, caught the bug for it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the role and the function of the Indiana State Department of Agriculture. One of the things that I think a lot of people would be surprised at, this is an agency that is not very old. 2005 was the creation, so less than, right. less than 15 years old. Yeah, we really are a very new agency, it's, and it's really interesting. So it was Governor Mitch Daniels that, that uh, decided that uh, it should be a, become a department. So it does make us very different from our counterparts in other states. We don't have a huge regulatory function within our department. Uh, the Grain Buyers and Warehouse Licensing Agency is a regulatory function that we have there. Other than that, we we really do things very differently, but we have divisions that are very affected. The soil conservation team that we have is actually about half of the employees of our department. Uh, we get involved in economic development uh, for agriculture, including things like the Indiana Grown Program, uh, the state FFA uh, organization, the leadership of the state FFA organization uh, and ag education in the state of Indiana is actually in our department. So again, it, it is very different. Uh, I guess it's probably, to, to me, it's really about we are, are a champion for the industry and we're really strong advocates for the industry instead of having a strong regulatory function within Indiana. 
Give us your take on the state of agriculture in in Indiana. We can talk a little bit in a moment about some of the challenges with planting and weather related things. But yeah. but overall, there's so much going on when you look at the uh, uh, the things that Agrinovus um, is involved in in so many ways. The ag bioscience sector. All these areas seems to be momentum and in a focus uh, on ag around the state of Indiana. What's your take? Yeah, you know when you, when you look at it at a at a high level, um, you know notwithstanding the the current specific day-to-day piece but at a high level I'm really proud of of this industry here because we're very diverse uh, a lot of people don't realize it we're diverse in terms of our crops most people think of us as corn and soy and yes we have a lot of that but you look at the tomatoes and the specialty crops that we have around the state things like even like mint we have a lot of that then you look at our livestock sectors, and, and livestock is also very diverse. So we've got pork, we've got dairy and beef. The poultry industry, even just within the poultry industry, is extremely diverse. Everything from eggs to turkeys to, mm-hmm. to ducks, of course. You know, 60% of the ducks in wow. the United States are raised in Indiana. Mm-hmm. So you look at that diversification on crops and livestock, and then that leads, in my mind, to things like when we work, when we look at an organization like Agrinovus, and the biosciences and the importance of that, that bioscience is important for crops, but it's also important on the livestock sector. And I think that's what's really good about the diversification that we have is that it, it, it does bring the science to us. So we know that technology is becoming an increasingly important part of our industry. And, and organizations like Agrinovus and the companies that are participating in this, in this effort really do help us diversify, keep that diversification strong, because then the technology is also going to be diversified when it comes to bear in Indiana. More current, uh, real-time uh, challenges. Uh, one uh, with the weather; it's been very wet, a very wet uh, spring. Uh, give us your take on uh, where farmers are at right now with planting. It it's it's really not very good, unfortunately. Um, you know, most recent report has us about six percent on on corn, uh, about two or three percent on soybeans. Normally, by now, uh, our five-year average is uh, somewhere between fifty-five and sixty percent on corn. So we're way way behind. And then you add to that the challenges in the market with, uh, particularly on the crop side, especially soybeans, with uh, the issues with China and the trade situation there. Of course, we don't have the uh, the USMCA agreement uh, ratified that uh, I think most farmers would say we want to get that done. That would really help. We know we knew China was going to take a while, uh, and but and and wasn't going to be easy. So that on top of that, you know, when we delay this planning uh, significantly like we had, that really adds a lot of stress on the farm. And, uh, and I know our farmers are stressed and, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking about and praying that every day yeah. that we, we find a way and find a window to make this uh, improve and be able to get this crop in the ground. Really, farmers, they, they want to plant. They, it, it's in their blood. It's in their DNA to be able to raise crops, raise livestock, and, and uh, you know, that's what they want to be able to do. Yeah, you mentioned the USMC that knew, the new NAFTA, if you will. Right. What, what's your take? What, what is, are Indiana farmers thinking with respect to that new agreement? Well, it, it's a critical agreement, I think, for Indiana in my mind, because when you look at Canada and Mexico, of course, you know, on, on both our borders, just the physical locations mean that we, we should be able to be exporting a lot of goods to those countries, and we do. Um, uh, 
Canada, you know, from a crop side, even on the livestock side, Mexico, certainly on the on the livestock side, especially with poultry mm-hmm. and, and with pork, uh, are big. So that's why I think it's really critical uh, that that agreement get put in place. We want to take care of those things that are that are the closest to us. Mm-hmm. And those two countries uh, certainly uh, allow Indiana, because of our transportation network, it allows us to be able to be in a really strong position to export products to those two countries. Mm -hmm. According to the uh, U.S. Department of uh, Agriculture's latest census, um, Indiana's ag sector remains uh, truly an anchor uh, of the state's economy. In your view, how will Indiana continue this momentum? How are the ag biosciences uh, really uh, important uh, important in uh, in this growth plan? Well, I'll go back to that diversification we talked about because that it, that really, I think, anytime we can diversify, again, our crops or our livestock sectors, it does a couple of things. One, on the science side and for ag bioscience, it will attract technology. It will attract people that want to have that technology into our agriculture markets here. And, and again, that technology is not going to be focused on just one crop or one sector of the livestock. I think it helps to be able to have that diversification. And that uh, that will allow those biosciences to be diversified. And I, it, the thing that I'm, I'm realizing is, is I, you know, get involved with Agronovus and these tech companies mm-hmm. is they really uh, have figured out that they, they know that they're, they might be working on one thing, but they need other folks to be able to, to get involved in that. And I think that's the beauty of what uh, an agronovus brings to the table when you bring a lot of different thoughts, you bring a lot of different potential technologies together, and those folks start to work on and they develop new ideas. And then as they talk, new ideas might even come out of those conversations. And I think that's what's really part of the benefit of what an, an agronovus and the companies that are getting involved here with their industry really bring to ag. Mm-hmm. It continues that diversification that we need and that we want, and we're not just focused on one type of technology. Mm-hmm. Don't know how much you can talk about this, but I've got to ask you the news recently that the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which announced plans some months ago to move two key uh, divisions, if you will, outside of Washington, D.C., uh, to a new location. Indiana among three finalists for uh, for that, which would be a combined, I think, 600 jobs, uh, I think, sites at, at, at Purdue and, and here in Indianapolis in the running. What can you tell us about uh, the potential that that has and what kind of impact that could potentially have? Yeah, I, I have probably have to be pretty careful about what I what I can say other than then I think it says a lot about our our system, our ecosystem, if you will, in Indiana from an agriculture perspective. You know, the fact that, that Agronovus and the State Department of Agriculture and the Indiana Economic Development Corporation and Purdue and all of these entities can can work together, it just goes back to collaboration. And, and I guess the, the important part about that potential for USDA to come here is I think as I look at what they're after – that's really a big part of what they want is the ability for those folks that work for ERS and for for NIFA to be able to have closer connections to the people that they serve, the mm-hmm. constituents that that they're they're serving, but then the potential to collaborate with industry, with uh, state government, local government. It's that collaboration piece that I think I you know I think that's where Indiana really shines and really does a great job is mm-hmm. that ability to collaborate and not not say okay I want to take so I, I got to have the credit for everything that mm-hmm. happens. That 
part of that is really important. And of course, then you start to look at the the cost, and and certainly that's part of what USDA has been involved in. They right. they want to try to find a way to be able to make it cheaper to uh, to be able to run their services, mm-hmm. but then get people get them closer to the people and constituents yep. they're going to be serving. At final question for you: You're on the board of Agronovus, uh, and ISDA, in fact, was one of the inaugural supporters and a true champions for the organization. Uh, why is it important, in your view, for ISDA to have a really close partnership with a group like Ag- yeah. Agronovus? Well, agriculture historically has been been so reliant upon innovation and invention. Um, you know, when I think back to just even a hundred years ago, what agriculture looked like. I mean, 100 years may seem like a long time, but if you really think about it in terms of innovation and invention, it's not. It's it's just amazing to me every day how that's changed. So I think the reason that we that we need to be involved and, and tied together is it is it allows us to be able to create that environment where technology, innovation, invention can thrive and and be a part of it. And then, and then you combine that with the business environment that Indiana has and the fact that we, we embrace that, we want to have that, we've got low taxes, we have people that, that want to be here. And it's just really, fo- it's important for us to focus in this case on what ag biosciences can, can bring. And I think it'll, it will drive a ton of, of technology and advancement for our farmers. And, uh, you know, that's where, again, the companies that are involved in Agronovus and the environment that Agronovus creates it really does that and then for us as the state department of agriculture you know then we can get involved with agronovus with the indian economic development corporation and the companies themselves and figuring out how are we going to grow and expand or land that talent and attract them here Bruce Kettler is the director of the Indiana State Department of Agriculture. Bruce, thanks for your leadership. Also, thanks for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll talk to you soon. And thank you uh, for joining us uh, this week on the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is a weekly production partnership between Agronovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. Keep up to date with Agronovus by following them on Twitter and Instagram at agronovusin and finding them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.